if you get this, you do not have this rooster, right? Not not yet. The rooster is not at our house. Well, I'm sure it's an impeccable yard decoration. <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I may soon have a big metal rooster in my backyard. I'm Jason. We're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. We're all about the freedom, the travel, the lifestyle. You can learn more at Location Indie. I N die.com come sign up join our free newsletter keep in touch thanks for being here and listening to the show um trav you always start at the top of the show with some random tidbit about what you have going on i usually either make fun of you or have some snide comment but i have to say i really like metal roosters I, I really enjoy a good metal rooster, particularly after they've been rusted a bit. I'm thinking a weather vane, like a rusty weather vane type of thing. Is that? This is like a weather vane on steroids and about 15 times the size. But I, you know, that's just another reason for you to is this come. A rusty, is this a rusty rooster with an ego? <laughs> it, it is. It's not a rusty rooster yet. You're so vain. <laughs> You probably think this song is about you. You're so vain. Sorry. I think that song was supposedly about Warren Beatty. Anyway, um, yeah. What's up with this rooster, dude? It's another reason, if you like roosters, to come and visit us in Philadelphia, which I've been trying to get you to come and leave the uh, friendly confines of Norway for quite a while now to come and visit us. And maybe you'll be here in November. But we were just out to lunch. Uh, Heather and I and our good friend, our mutual friend, Sean, uh, Sean Ogle from LocationRebel.com. We were out to lunch. He's here visiting uh, from Portland, hanging out with us for a bit. And Heather had to run to Home Goods to get a shower curtain because ours is getting old or something. So we're like, all right, cool. We're going to Home Goods. And we're just like poking around Home Goods, finding the most random stuff. And there were two huge metal... Like, when I say huge, I mean probably five foot tall metal roosters in home goods and we were just laughing and he goes oh well, as a as a you know as a thank you gift for letting me stay here i'm gonna get you this big metal rooster and then um heather said well only if you buy his friend as well so there was like because there was two big metal roosters there and we were just laughing and all this kind of stuff but there was two big metal roosters at our home goods that are only one is 129 dollars one is 149 dollars it's actually not near as expensive as i thought so um we've been joking that when heather and i leave the house or something he's going to run out to home goods and we're going to come home and there's going to be a big metal rooster in our backyard so you never ever ever know what's going to happen here at shea sherry in phoenixville did uh did del griffith sell you the shower curtain rings that goes with the curtain i am missing that joke. i know completely. i i love i'm thinking about starting a new segment on this show called uh like pop culture references that travis won't get because he's terrible with these things. That would be every, got, every pop culture reference, right? I, I know. This is fun. Well, we can do that. I can slip them in in each episode. If anybody notices and they want to uh, tweet us at Pack of Peanuts 
at uh, Zero to Travel. Let us know uh, if you caught on to that reference. And um, I have to say, uh, if you get this, you do not have this rooster, right? Not, not yet. Not as of recording time. The rooster is not at our house. Well, I'm sure it's, uh, it's an impeccable yard decoration. I, I am sure it is uh, impeccable. I don't even know if it's supposed to be outside. It might it might supposed to be inside. Did you catch the pun there? I Peck, did. I catch Peck puns. Peck. I just okay. don't catch pop culture references. So uh, Unfortunately, I throw too many puns. I'm sorry that you catch them. Putting a metal rooster into your yard just sort of randomly to see how it goes is a uh, is something that's fun. It's something that's unusual. It's something that's a bit different than you normally would do, right? It's a bit of a, an experiment, if you will. I don't know. That's what I want to talk about today. You have no idea what I'm talking about today, but I want to talk about what I think might be the number one quality mindset you can have for lifestyle business. And to me, the answer to that question is looking at the business as an experiment and as you go along, not being afraid to experiment. And I want to talk, I just want to riff on the importance of putting everything, everything through the experimentation lens. And when it comes to lifestyle business, at least for me, I find comfort. I think this goes with any business. When I'm trying to do something different and I'm not sure if it's going to work and all those fears creep in and all those doubts and like the different things and and you're changing things all the time because you have to adapt and the business has to evolve. It's like a, a, like a reassuring, like, you know, if you were going to go to bed with like a stuffed animal, like experimentation is my lifestyle business stuffed animal. You know, it's like, okay, this is just an experiment. We're going we're gonna to try this experiment. It might go gangbusters. It might do way better than we think. It might totally bomb. We don't know, but we have to experiment. We have to try. We have to evolve, and we don't want to stagnate, and experimentation is the key. What are you th- your thoughts around this? I might not be going to bed with a lifestyle business stuffed animal. I might be going to bed with a big metal rooster, <laughs> um, but my thoughts <laughs> are the fact that I, I, I completely agree that when you look at it through a lens of experimentation, not only is it way more fun, which it is, because everyone loves doing experiments. Weren't those the only cool things that you ever did in science class, right, in middle and, and high school is when you got to go back to the lab and start actually experimenting stuff? No one wants to, to learn why it works. They just want to throw it all together and see if it does work. So experimentation is not only more fun. I think it also helps take the stress off of uh, and when I say the stress, I usually mean the self-made stress that people put on, you know, the self-induced stress that people put on. Because a lot of times when we are chatting with people who are just getting started, not actually scratch at, not when we're just talking to people who are just getting started. When we're talking to people even who are experienced, but they're starting a new thing, you put a lot of stress on yourself and you kind of see it as this, like, this has to work. This is my one chance. This is my ticket out of my job or my ticket into a lifestyle that I want or whatever, you know? And when you put that pressure on yourself, it it becomes less fun and it becomes more stressful. When you sit back and say, all right, I'm going to try this experiment and I'm going to give myself X amount of days, you know, that's going to de- be determined by what you're actually doing. Um, but when you think of an experiment, you, actually, you take a lot of the stress off because you're not saying this has to work. You're saying, I think this has a good shot of working. Let me throw it together. Let me give this a shot. And if it does, great. And if it doesn't, cool. Like any experiment that you've ever done, then you either decide to tweak it and try to redo it with like 
with with a little new path or a new tweak, or you decide to scrap it completely and say, okay, well, that bombed so bad that uh, this is not even worth it, right? And so I think that why not treat something like an experiment? If it's going to be more fun, it's going to be less stressful. And I think it's a huge, huge mindset, a huge, huge part of the mindset of almost every single if not every single successful entrepreneur that I know is that they're willing to try things, even if they're unsure of how it's going to turn out. Usually you are unsure. Um, yeah. I, I think I it's mean, key. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I know, you know, being willing to try things and then, but freaking out about it all the time is one thing, but being willing to try things. And I think just, again, going through that lens of experimentation eases the pain. There's three C's I have associated with why I think experimentation might be the number one like foundational mindset. I just wrote these three C's down. Naturally, uh, naturally you've got, you've got some, uh, yeah, some alliteration and some, some fun with words here. Yeah. So we talked about comfort already. Um, there's the comfort level and like getting more comfortable with treating it as an experiment as opposed to like, like you said, acting like, Oh, if I do this, like the whole world's going to light on fire and everything's going to fall apart. And like the reality is people aren't paying that much attention to me, to you, Travis, to you listening. Like we get this things built up in our heads. They're not paying that much of attention. So we get in our heads, I think, uh, quite a bit. And I think just the experimentation lens is a good comfort. Secondly, cutting edge. I think it keeps you on the cutting edge when you're willing to experiment, try new things even though you know they might not work or they might work like crazy as we talked about, you're still staying on the cutting edge by, I think, treating it as an experiment as opposed to, I don't know, I feel like when I use the word experiment, it makes me it makes me feel like a little bit of like a gangster, you know, like a little bit of like a like a loose cannon, like I, you know, got some guns on my hip. I'm out. I'm out west. You know, there's like, you know, I mean, like, like it's like, hey, I'm just experimenting here. I'm flying by the sea. My, you know, like it's just it's just like an attitude. I don't know, and I really like that. Um, Jay, what do you got? Go, what do you got going on today? Oh, dude, I'm just experimenting. Like that's a great answer. Oh, what you what, what are you what are you doing today? It's Tuesday, right? What are you doing today? Oh, I'm just experimenting with life today. That's all. <laughs> just experimenting. People will be like, like a what what is going on with that guy? But yeah, it's, well. It's true, though. It does go outside of business. You know what I mean? If you're like, hey, you've been taking the same way to work every day. Why not take like a different way and stop at this random place? And like, I'm just really a big fan of, of that type of life experimentation stuff. It's not like I walk around all the time in my head and be like, I'm experimenting right now. But if it's, it takes some kind of pressure off. That's where the comfort comes in. It keeps you cutting edge. And the, and the third C really quick is I think it, it it's creative because you're, you are, it's basically taking a mindset approach that allows you to not be in the same rut or in the same sort of lane for too long. S- similar to when you are getting back in shape and when you're working out and stuff, and every health and fitness guru will tell you this, that you have to diversify and change up your workout, right? Like that's your your body gets used to one certain type of thing. So if you're looking to add muscle every day, <laughs> was, do you do you remember like uh, there was like that really popular workout thing that was like a uh, it wasn't CrossFit, but it was P90X or something P90X, like that. And, yes. and they they use this term called muscle confusion. Muscle confusion. <laughs> yes. I mean that's just what a that was just I don't know if that was just marketing or whatever, but that totally, it was great marketing that, because we both it was great know it. marketing. I mean, they slapped that label on. You're like, yeah, it's all about the muscle confusion, you know? Yeah. Well, and but there and is something to that. There is, and they took it to like uh, they mass marketed it and did a very good job. But the idea behind it is that you can't go into the gym and say I'm just going to do 
the same thing every single day. Like your body, a you you don't want to do it because you're gonna you know you're not gonna build your body the right way, right? Um, and by no means am I a health and fitness expert. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast before, ice cream expert, yes, beer expert possibly health and fitness expert no but the the idea is that your body will get used to a certain type of thing and you'll burn less fat and you'll build less muscle if you continue to do the same thing and that's why you alternate days that's why with crossfit and and circuit training and things like that you're going from one thing to another to another because you're hitting all these facets and you're changing things up and that's going to help you in the long run a lot more than doing the exact same thing over and over and over again and the similar type of mindset should be had when it comes to to, to business or or as you even said, a, the broader scope of life, yeah, of course, you know, you're going to have your core businesses. And we always talk about don't just go after the next shiny object. You know, you do have to focus. And that is, you know, that's certainly one thing. We're not telling you to go and try to build seven or eight different things at once. But what we are saying is when you decide that you're going to do something, you hit on an idea, don't be afraid to give it a shot. Maybe not to give it a shot in lieu of something that is already successful and that can continue to grow. But there's no point for you to sit back and say like, oh, I can't do it. I shouldn't do it. Because yeah, every one of us has those excuses all the time. I feel like when certain people online that are like big names or whatever, whatever that is, whatever that means in your world, if you're like reading about either online business or whatever, they do something they do an experiment and they share the results and you're like, that's awesome. It's really easy to wait for other people to experiment and then to do what they did. And that's great because it's like a time saver and it works. But I think it can also... It's just something to keep in mind that just because you haven't seen an idea you have for an experiment or an approach to your business out there doesn't mean like it's not going to be awesome. And why not try it out? And I think the more you experiment with different facets of online business... Um, the more you, the more quickly you can get, and each business is unique. We have these overarching strategies, but when it comes down to it, every business is unique. So there's all these nuances, right? And what's going to work best for you? What are like the 20% of the things you're going to do that are going to net you the 80% of the results? If you're, if you are experimenting in each of like the little subcategories of your business, you might be able to hone in quickly, more quickly on those like, one or two things that net you those big results. And we, I mean, we take a couple examples really quick if you're talking about something like Facebook Live, for example, when we did the Paradise Pack and, and we launched, we're like, hey, we're going to open this private group for them. We're going to answer all those questions. We're going to do these Facebook Lives. Um, we're going to have them hashtag uh, their questions and answer them every day for a few weeks. Like, we didn't know if that was going to work. Uh, we didn't know if it was going to be a thing. We hadn't done much with Facebook Live. But we just kind of had to dive in. And I'm just using that example because I think, yeah, we're comfortable being on the microphone. Travis and I like to ham it up and everything like that. But like if you're if you're getting if you haven't done Facebook Live and it's like something that you think your customers might or your or your clients or whoever might really like, or something you might want to do, but you're a little nervous about it, like then that would be a perfect example of like, hey, let's just treat this as an experiment. Let's do this for like a month every day, like every Thursday at one o'clock or whatever. And just try it out and see what happens, you know? And we can take subcategories. Like, I mean, we could talk about... It's nice to give real-world examples, Trav. And we could talk about, like, list building and other things. But, um, yeah, just it looks like you're about to jump in and comment on something. Because you bring up a really interesting and good point where... I, I do? You do. Ding, ding, ding. Also, you mentioned the Pareto principle. I think uh, anytime we mention the 80-20, the Pareto principle, we should have like a ding, ding, ding on this show because, you know, that's like the buzziest of 
buzzword in the entrepreneur world, right? The Pareto principle, the 80-20, are you 80-20? You know, it should be like, ding, 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 ding. It's like Pee Wee's word of the day, right? Um, so Chris, if you ah, ever- Ah, pop culture reference. Ah, pop culture reference. Well um, done. <laughs> so if you ever hear, Chris, uh, if you ever hear us talk about 80-20, give us like a little ding or something like that. Um, or maybe you find the actual sound from Pee Wee's Playhouse. I don't know if it's copyrighted though. So let's be careful. Mm, um, it's not getting copyrighted. You make an interesting point. You do. You really, really do. In that, wow. A lot of times you can <laughs> experiment as well as one of our other favorite techniques, and that is modeling. So you don't have to recreate everything. Stuff that you do does not have to be started from scratch. It doesn't have to be an original, unique idea that no human has ever done. One of the best things you can do is you can take something that someone is doing, and you you gave a really good example of this. We did a Facebook Live after we sold the Paradise Pack, as you mentioned, and we answered five questions every single day for people. And I got this idea from a friend of mine. I bought his course, and he, after people bought the course, of course, there was a ton of questions, right? And he, you know, he would get in a Facebook group and he would answer these questions live every single day. And he answered 10 questions. And I saw what happened there. And I thought, wow, this is really neat. Like people are really engaged. You're getting their questions answered. I love tuning in. I love seeing his face. I love hearing him answer. Like, this is cool. Why don't we do it? So of course we changed it up a little bit. So what was neat about that is we were modeling off of something that someone else that had done it that we learned from, but we put our own spin on it. Instead of 10 questions, we did five. We did it at 1 p.m. instead of whenever the heck he did it, 10 a.m. Um, you know what I mean? Like we did different hashtags. You and I came on together and it wasn't just one person. Like, you know, we and we also did it with our community, not his community. So we were experimenting with people that bought our thing. So a lot of times I think kind of the sweet spot that comes about when you're looking to build your business and when you're looking to find your unique avenue and um, and kind of where, and this is another entrepreneur buzzword, where your value add is, comes from modeling off something else that you've seen someone else do and then experimenting and tweaking it and putting it in your own way and trying it with your community. So again, I you know, when we're talking about experimentation, I guess the big takeaway that I wanted people to have is that it doesn't have to be this crazy brand new idea that you've never seen done. It can be, like definitely try that if you have that. But take what other people are doing and then think, oh yeah, they might be doing it in this realm. I think it would work a little better in my realm if I did this, this, and this. Maybe if I did video instead of just audio, or maybe if I, you know, did a, a longer form versus short form or something like that. We talk a lot, you mentioned community and like, it, it might sound like, I think this podcast or like, you know, Travis and I, we do a lot of content. We do a lot of, um, you know, obviously you guys know what we do at podcasting and, and we do videos and we have this community and we like to really connect with people in that way. And you might be thinking, okay, well, that's great, but my business is an e-commerce business or whatever. And we throw these terms around a lot, like you mentioned community. I still think there's a lot of value in treating your customers like a community, even if they're like a hardcore customer base. And like for my other business that I've run for a while that I'm thinking about shutting down, and we're going to talk about that in another episode. You know, it's in the corporate world and... I still always fostered a sense of community, whether they felt it or not. I felt like because I just even put that sort of vibe out there, you don't have to call it a community. This is a little bit of a sidetrack, but this is another experimentation thing where you might think, well, like, you know, my business is around um, selling whatever to truck drivers or something and they buy things on like, you might think, ah, oh, well, that's, you know, that's more of a commercial thing or it's like a hardcore, you know, auto parts or whatever it is. 
like you can still sort of foster this vibe of like, hey, like we care about you. You're part of our fold. You're you're part of this family of this brand or whatever. Let's bring you in. And then the more you build a relationship with your community, the more flexibility you have to experiment, I think, because you you can't really mess up because people you're you're not gonna do anything that's gonna like blow anybody's trust, you know, <laughs> and like people already know you and they know you're you're doing your best to serve them. And if they know that, you know, it's not as difficult, I don't think, to experiment because y- you have a lot more leeway than probably we think we do. Um, by the way, the ironic thing about this whole conversation, Trav, is that when it comes to lifestyle business and business, you know, when I have the doubts, this really helps me. I'm not saying that I don't struggle and forget this strategy. So like when we talk about these things, it's a good reminder for us as well. Like it's not like... I'm doing this all the time, but I really love it. But I am afraid to experiment with like home repair stuff. <laughs> well, okay. Like, I want to take um, I want to take the same approach to like life, you know, like like know, other like, parts of your life, basically other facets. Well, like that of your life. part, like I don't want to like put a hole in the wall because I don't want to screw it up and like not be able to fix it, and then I have to stare at it all the time and be pissed off. Um. So yeah. So bring that to other parts of life. Again, you have another good point. I think I've said that a lot. This I episode. do. I think he likes me. He really he, likes me. Here's why you're afraid to do it with home repairs, that you don't feel confident in your ability to fix it if you basically F it up. And I'm with you. Same thing. My buddy comes over who's great at home repair and, and you know, is a contract. He's like, oh, well, let's just tear this down, do this. Thing. And he's doing it. I'm like, oh, I could have done. Like, I actually could have done what he was doing. But I was afraid that if I did something it would be wrong. Like when we were building out our bathroom, he was like, oh, well, let's just shimmy it, make it level by throwing some extra pieces of wood back here. I'm like, wait, you can just like throw extra pieces of wood back there and like shimmy it up and like, it's fine. Like if we don't need to do anything crazier other than just like kind of pack it out with this random wood that we have sitting there. He's like, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm like, well, I thought we'd have to level it and and put cement mm. back there, you know, but, but all this that's stuff. That's because you don't you don't know because you, you don't know and you don't have well, confidence, right. right? And so I could understand why a lot of people are obviously afraid to experiment because you bring up the point that we are afraid to experiment in that facet of our life, both you and I. And I'm getting better at that. Yesterday we had a leak at our house, and like I just started ripping down part of the ceiling. Um, because I'm like, I'm going to find this leak and whatever. I'm going to have to fix it anyway. It's like bubbling out and gross. So I'm going to have to fix it. So I might as well just take down part of this and what's the worst that can happen. Um, mm. So I, I'm so getting... So then your bathtub fell through the floor? Right. And right. And, and, yeah. So that, yeah. So then the bathtub <laughs> fell through the floor. And now we have no bathroom. But I mean, what's the worst that could happen, Jay? No. Um, but I, I had actually done this previously because we had had another leak. So, you know, you learn a little bit as you go. Yeah. I think that with the experiment... But the first time is always a little scary. First time is always a little bit scary. And so I can understand why people would be scared to experiment. The beauty of creating an online business and and doing stuff online versus, as you were mentioning, kind of, oh, I'm going to knock down this wall and I hope it's not load-bearing because if it is, my roof will come down at some point. The beauty of building an online business is it's so easy to change and pivot entrepreneurial buzzword. And do all that kind of stuff because anything that you're making, like let's say you threw up a website and you thought, oh, wait a second, I hate the font that um, my my website's name is in. <laughs> all right, so you go in there and you can change it and hit refresh and it's changed in a second. So that's one of the joys and one of the beauties I feel of having online businesses is that it is much easier to change, to experiment, to maneuver, to tweak 
that back, you know, 20 years ago when someone was sitting there saying, yeah, I'm going to open up a business, you know, that was usually a brick and mortar business. So imagine that you were going to have a store on Main Street of your town and you were going to be selling hats. Well, you're going to get a lease. You're going to have to change the whole store around. You're going to have to throw up walls and put up decorations and all that kind of stuff even before you ever open. If I wanted to sell hats right now, Jay, I would start a website and it'd be called like hatsforeveryone.com and it would cost me a hundred bucks and I put it up there. And if no one ever bought a hat, who cared? Right? Like big deal. I experimented. So it's just so much easier. So much easier. Totally. And I mean, I think again, the fear is coming like we're making a couple big, cha- we've made a couple big changes in location indie. Very exciting things. The reason why we're moving forward with these experiments is because we know it's going to make it better, but we know when you implement new things, you hope that everybody's going to be happy and see that that side of it as well. So we, we got a new platform we're rolling out. It's going to be awesome. Not going to talk about it here too much yet. We can talk about it later after we get it underway and, and share some more details with you. Um, this is for the members of Location Indie. Um, and then we also just brought somebody onto our team. And this is a bigger investment for us in somebody that um, is new that we've never worked with, you know, like where we've had our core team for a while. We're really excited about it. And we know we need this help. We've recognized it. But this is also an experiment for us because we've never worked with somebody in this way. And we're just betting that, you know, having her on board is going to allow us to make a bigger impact on people out there to help more people launch businesses, go location independent, um, do more traveling, do all the things everybody wants to do that gets into this whole lifestyle and do it in a way where, hey, we're, we're giving the best stuff out there and giving you the best possible commitment on our end so you can streamline your things and really enjoy your life and really design the business in the right way so you have the opportunity to like have the lifestyle because we don't want to just do the business all the time. The whole thing is to design it around the lifestyle that you want. So um, yeah, so we're making some big changes and investments to make the best... We already feel like we have the best community out there, but now we're just leveling it up. And this platform, like we don't really know anybody else in that's doing this in this way. And we're excited to share we're that uh, later. I don't want to... Guinea yeah, pigs. we're we're guinea we're guinea pigging ourselves, um, and yeah. Can, and then, can I jump in yeah, here so, because you made a good point? Yeah, good point number three. Um, wow, uh, I'm yeah, on fire. I do not be afraid. According to you, <laughs> according to me, you're on fire. Good point number three. Do not be afraid to experiment with stuff that is already working. Experiment doesn't have to be at the beginning of your business, and then if it works, you never touch it again. Location India is working. Our members are happy. We like it. it. It's going well. Like We're very happy with where Location India is. But there's stuff that we want to do better. And so we're saying, hey, we're willing to sit there and experiment with this, to roll out this new platform that's going to be a lot more mobile friendly, that's hopefully going to boost engagement with people, you know, 10, 15 times what they are doing now because it's able to be done on your smartphone and much cleaner and all that kind of stuff. So even though something's working, don't be afraid to experiment with it. 
And I think that's another place that a lot of people get stuck is in the beginning, they're afraid to experiment because they think they have to build something a certain way because that's how they saw someone else do it. And they, they follow step by step by step, which is okay in some ways. But, you know, you, we, as we said, we like to put our own twist to it and we'd recommend you do the same. But also when you reach a certain plateau, it might also be time to turn it up a little bit, experiment, get those creative juices flowing, bring on other people with different ideas to say, hey, how can we really blow this up in a good way and change it and and experiment so that we reach higher and higher levels as opposed to just being content that something is at a certain plateau. And I don't know how many, if there's like maybe, <laughs> thank thankfully Chris isn't like making a ding every time we say the word experiment because we're, I don't know what the count's up to now. We might be up to like 2,000 or something. Chris is going to be I think, busy with all these sound effects now that we're having them throw <laughs> yeah, in we don't, we don't need to add that one and we'll drive people crazy, but uh, we're under two minutes now and I think, um, I think We've we've made the points there, and I think kind of to sum it all up on my end, at least to me, the experimental lens, you're going through the lens of experimentation, eases the stress, makes it a little more fun, and I feel like it keeps me edgy and creative, personally. Um, and so I like to implement that mindset tactic. So like Not in a tactical way. I don't sit here and be like, all right, engage mindset tactic. You know what I mean? Like It's more of like a sort of a general sort of a philosophy and like when the fear pops up, be like, okay, like, I don't know how this is going to play out, but we're, we're going to experiment here. We're going to see if this works and we're going to just keep evolving. And like you said, Trav, we're always trying to improve because the goal is to just keep making things better and better and just keep giving, making more of an impact. That's what we want to do. We want to make an impact. We want this to be a movement. We know there are people out there that have like been awakened to this whole location-dependent lifestyle. If you're already living it, you're doing it, you know, having people around you to support you and to keep it going when the times get hard helps. If you're just starting out, you know how important it is to be around this type of... Uh, these people that are doing this type of stuff, whether it's, you know, just and you're consuming right now and you're like, hey, I just want to be around this positive energy because I know these people get it. I know they see that this is a thing. This is a thing. People are doing it. It's freaking awesome. We want to help people do it. We want to help you do it. So anyway, if you haven't signed up over at Location Indian, as we're coming to a close, you can sign up over there. But if you listen to the podcast, you know what we're all about and we appreciate having you here and allowing you to listen in on our sort of riff on experimentation. Trav, do you have any closing remarks? We got 10 seconds left. You said you wanted to wrap it up, but I never got an answer to the question I had at the beginning. And that was, should I experiment with buying a big metal rooster and putting it in the middle of my living room and seeing if Heather enjoys it or not? Uh, we just got buzzed out. And the answer to that is unequivocally. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, Life's more fun but- with a big metal rooster. <laughs> I think it can be. Um, thank you I guys. Think it can yeah, be. yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, we really appreciate it. Jay, you did sum it up very nicely. Get out there, experiment in business, in life. Don't be afraid to give something a go. It's more fun, it's less stressful, and you get to tell people, hey, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm just experimenting. Who, who doesn't want to be experimenting? <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Hop on over location in the IND. IE.com. Check it out. Hop on the newsletter and we will chat with you soon. See you next time. Cheers. Peace.